Welcome to Wisconsin in Focus. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square. And with me is Benjamin Yount, our Wisconsin correspondent. How are you today, Ben? It is the latter half of July. It's warm, but you know what? I'm enjoying this summer tremendously. Well, terrific. Um, you know, when I was in school back in my school days, during the summer months, I would always get a reading list and I would read as many books on that as possible. And then there was the question, the all pervasive question of why Johnny can't read. And the governor in Wisconsin taking strides to help that. Why don't you elaborate on that, Ben? I, I would add to that description somewhat reluctantly. This is a huge thing. We spent so much time during the spring and the early part of the summer talking about shared revenue, talking about tax cuts, talking about the Brewers ballpark. There was an awful lot of conversations about who politically won, who politically lost. We had a great conversation and a lot of attention paid this year to school choice. This reading overhaul that the governor this week signed got plenty of attention because it is a massive change for Wisconsin public school kids. But this was sort of backburnered. Republicans have pushed this idea to change the way that kids in Wisconsin are taught how to read for years. And the governor, who likes to call himself the education governor, because before becoming governor, he was the state superintendent of schools. Before that, he worked for DPI as an education bureaucrat. And before that, he was a school administrator. So this is a governor who, beyond everything else, knows about education. He didn't come from the private sector. He's not a business guy. He didn't own a manufacturing company. He's not an engineer. This is an education guy. And he's always had a differing view of how better to teach kids how to read. Now, I don't think there's any real disagreement that kids should read and that Wisconsin's reading scores are pretty sad. Just about a third of kids can actually read at grade level here at the state. The rub has always been, one, how to teach it, and two, what happens when, as you put it, Johnny can't read. And the sticking point for so much of this new law was on the idea that if kids couldn't read by the fourth grade, they needed to be held back. Republicans and education reformers insisted it's unfair to send kids forward because if you can't read by the fourth grade, you're not going to be able to read properly by the eighth grade or by the time you graduate high school and then you will be behind for life. The teachers union, of which Tony Evers is probably their biggest champion, did not like the idea of holding kids back. And so until that question was settled, this new law sort of hung in limbo. That question was settled. Kids will not be held back if they can't read at a fourth grade level by the time they get to fourth grade, but they will get an awful lot of help. Still, as I'm sure we'll talk about here in a moment, the teachers unions aren't happy. So this is a monumental shift in the way that kids in Wisconsin are going to be taught how to read. And it is going to be a huge shift in the focus of when we teach kids how to read. Well, yes, I I recall seeing uh, one of the politicians here in Michigan uh, last 
fall at, during the campaign made a, I thought was a pretty pithy statement, but you know, pitches from the Hustings are usually kind of pithy. I mean, they've been tried and true and they've been focus grouped and everything, but uh, still it's, it's hard to argue with the truth that before third grade, you learn to read. And after third grade, you read to learn. And if you aren't picking up that skill set at a very early age, you are going to be behind the eight ball for the rest of your academic career. And if you if you don't read properly, then all of a sudden science becomes that much more difficult. Math becomes that much more difficult. Social studies, every other aspect of life becomes that much more difficult. And you see this. You see this reflected year after year after year after year in Wisconsin test scores. And Wisconsin does have a problem. Again, two thirds of kids in Wisconsin public schools cannot read at grade level. And if you break that down on sort of a per district, even per school basis, you get to some schools in Milwaukee where you have single digit levels of proficiency. Five percent of kids can read at grade level, which, you know, again, public school math means that 95 percent of kids can't. And those broad strokes don't highlight, OK, well, who's just a little behind, right? You're reading at a at an eighth grade level in the 11th grade or who literally cannot read because you hear the anecdotal evidence. You see the stories of young people who leave high school and are barely literate because they've just been passed along. The big change in, in this, and I'm sure that there are people who are you know much more involved in education who could go further into the weeds. But the change here is going to go back to teaching phonics the way that most of us, and I'm in my late 40s, how we learned to read 30, 40, 50 years ago, as opposed to the whole word, word method, which, you know, sound it out, try and figure out what it means. Phonics, you teach the, the basics, you break down, you the pH sound sounds like this, the LY sound sounds like that. And there are some in the education industry who don't like this. I don't know why. I think that it comes down to how teachers have been taught how to teach. And, you know, if you're a 10 year veteran in the classroom and now all of a sudden you have to go back to school to learn how to better teach a new way of teaching, you may not like it. I, I certainly know that I, I, I do not revel in all of the updates from the AP style guide that now means I have to go back and change the way I've written my copy for the past 30 years. This is this is making sure that kids know how to read. And in fact, this was this was part of the opposition from WEAC, the Wisconsin Education Association Council, the state's largest teachers union. The president there, Peggy Wirtz Olson, said that Wisconsin educators are profoundly disappointed with provisions in this law. It was developed through backroom deals between politicians and bureaucrats instead of talking to licensed teachers who work with students every day. And this is the this is the rub. And this is why teachers unions are bothered by this is if you all of a sudden start paying attention to who can read at grade level by fourth grade, you inevitably ask the question, well, why can't this kid, why can't this class, why are this teacher's students not up to par? And the teachers unions in this country, I don't think I'm breaking any news here, have long opposed any idea of merit pay 
or tying teacher performance to to start sorry tying student performance to teacher retention and once you start looking at a problem and you start to identify the problem you can then start to identify who is responsible for the problem now i will tell you this because i've covered education long enough teachers unions and and there is truth to this will say that well mom and dad have a role to play here Teachers, schools get kids for eight hours a day. Mom and dad have them for the rest of the year. And if kids can't read, mom and dad have a role to play. So this is not a this is not an easy nut to crack. And certainly if education is important to mom and dad, education is important to the kids. If education is not important to mom and dad, education is not important to the kids. But this is a start. And state rep Joel Kitchens from up in the Sturgeon Bay area said, simply put, this is the most important thing that Republican lawmakers have done all year. This isn't as flashy as a Milwaukee tax hike. This doesn't grab as many easy headlines as who's going to pay to fix the roof at American Family Field. But when you change how kids in Wisconsin are taught how to read, it is going to have an impact next year, year after, year after, five, ten years. This could really change the trajectory of Wisconsin public schools. And again, remember, Two-thirds of kids in this state cannot read at grade level, so there's a lot of room for Wisconsin schools to go up. Sure. Well, um, let's hope, knock on wood, that this is a transformational moment in education history for Wisconsin. And perhaps maybe uh, it, it sure would be nice. I mean, I consider myself to be extremely lucky. I'm seven out of nine kids. And... Uh, it was a du passage for us to get our library card. It was like, okay, you get your first communion and you hustle, you are hustled over to the library to get your very first library card. And, uh, that was like tremendously exciting, uh, and was able to pass that on to my children who would come home totally excited by their teacher. And would say, hey, uh, we're learning about this. Can we go to the library and see if we can't find some other books to read up on this so that we can have a, an intelligent conversation with our instructor the next day? And I don't know. I, I, I just don't think that uh, you can underemphasize the importance of reading. And this could have something to do with the fact that uh, you and I uh, pay the bills by being wordslingers ourselves. I remember reading the Judy Bloom books because my mother was a, a feminist and wanted to make sure that, that I was well versed in, in all of that. But you know, when you get to high school and you start reading some of the, the classics, To Kill a Mockingbird, Catcher in the Rye, when you go off to college and you discover what it is that, that you, you like, when you start to read for fun, I, I still to this day think that Undaunted Courage, the book by Stephen Ambrose about the Lewis and Clark journey, is one of the best things I've, I've ever read. And, and I, I, I thoroughly love it. Yeah. It, you know, reading is something that has fallen out of favor. I see it even with my children, but you know, they have the sum total of human knowledge at their fingertips, thanks to the internet. But even still, even with the dangers of AI, you need to be able to read. You, you need to be able to understand. Even if you're just simply trying to order off of a menu you need to be able to put letters and shapes together to make words. And that's where we're going. We, we wrote a story earlier this week that tangentially ties to education here in Wisconsin. The, the Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce Group, the state's largest business group, 
said 75% of CEOs in the state think that Wisconsin public schools are not teaching kids what they need to have basic job skills. And we're not talking about welders or IT infrastructure engineers. We're talking about basic reading, writing, math, being able to communicate your ideas in an email. And so anything that can be done to help kids read is going to have a benefit. Look, if the worst thing that happens is just a handful of kids learn how to read better, then we've helped a handful of kids read better. And that's a good thing. Period. Full stop. Full stop. It would be wonderful just to move the needle any degree forward. And one more exactly. person who reads books, buys books, reads more books, reads to their children. That would be a terrific thing. Anyway, Ben, anything else to add on this topic before we wrap her up? This is not going to be a quick turnaround. Teachers are going to have to be taught how to teach the new curriculum. The new curriculum curriculum is going to have to be written. And there are a number of measuring points going forward. So start to look for things. Probably 2025 is about the time that we'll start to see some changes in classrooms. I mean, don't forget, kids are coming back for the 23-24 school year in just a, a month or so. So so this isn't going to be a quick turnaround, but Republicans are assuring parents that there will be some kind of turnaround. Well, I know that uh, school is going to start soon because I've seen the ads for Target. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. I am Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for The Center Square. Please subscribe and thank you so much for listening. 